I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group, and I'm glad to have J.P. Dubuque with us today, president of the St. Pete, Florida Area Economic Development Council. So, J.P., thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Tell us a little bit about St. Pete, Florida. Well, St. Pete, Florida is the fifth largest city in the state, and uh, we're part of the Tampa-St. Pete Clearwater Metro, which is the 18th largest metro in the country. Um, we are a very, very unique community uh, that, uh, that is very international in feel, has lots of arts and culture, and, uh, and we've got a lot of businesses there as well. Yeah. We're not really known for businesses outside of St. Pete, but uh, that's why I have this job. Yeah, well, we've gotten to know each other a little bit. And, uh, and you know, one of the things that I like about what you all are doing is, is, is you're not only pursuing large projects, and certainly you'll take them, but, but uh, it seems that, that 10 and 15 job projects are just as important to you as anything. And you're really trying to grow a community. So talk about, A, why that's your philosophy, and B, why projects like that make sense in that area. Well, I think the first thing is is why that we're looking at doing that is that um, we have a very unique culture and character in our community. Um, some people call it a little bit of a funk. Uh, mm-hmm. We're a little bit weird. Uh, we're a little bit off-centered. And, uh, and I think that if we try to attract small businesses who want to be part of our community and want to contribute mm-hmm. to our community, we're going to be in a better place. We're going to uh, maintain and and not kill the golden goose, so to speak. Right. Um, and we're going to be able to enhance our culture and character, not kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been so many other communities around the country who have built a uh, a unique culture and character, and they've grown to the point where they don't have that unique culture and character anymore. Right. And we want to try to do that differently. Right. So, who are some of the largest employers there? What what type of industries really make sense there? Um, so we've got uh, we've got some large uh, Fortune 500 companies. Uh, Raymond James is headquartered there. Uh, Jabel is headquartered there. Jabel is the uh, one of the largest manufacturers in the world. Um, just made a recommitted to their headquarters operation and are opening an R and D facility there. Uh, Tech Data is another Fortune 500 company that's headquartered there. Uh, we also have Valpac Home Shopping Network, and uh, and then you you kind of take some steps down. We've got lots of financial services, lots of data analytics uh, companies, um, and we're uh, we're the only place outside of Baltimore, Maryland, where you can have Johns Hopkins 
and they mm. just opened up a huge research facility uh, adjacent to a children's hospital there. Wow! And you have flights into St. Pete because we always hear Tampa St. Pete. So and so, I never know what's what. So do you have flights straight into St. Pete? So there are um, three airports. There's a uh, a small uh, non-commercial flight airport in downtown St. Pete. Okay. So you can fly your private jet down there because I know you have three oh, or four yeah, of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, St. Pete Clearwater Airport, uh, which has uh, service from Allegiant. Um, and then just across Tampa Bay, it's a short 25-minute ride from downtown St. Pete, mm-hmm. is Tampa International Airport, which is the main airport for our community. Right. We must. We have, of course, Allegiant's big in New Orleans and uh I don't know if I was here. I was somewhere the other day, and they said they were flying to St. Pete. And I said, well, you mean Tampa? And they said, oh, no, I'm flying straight to St. Pete. And so that's yes. what I, I didn't know. Yes. And it might have been here in New Orleans because that's a, that's a deal. And, you know, uh, we've got a little of that funky culture here in New Orleans. So yes, I get it. Do. A lot of people may not understand what you're saying, but I, I totally get it. Yeah, yes, you do. And and uh, and I say there's a lot uh, a lot of similarities um, between our two communities, New Orleans and St. Petersburg, um, when it comes to that. That arts and culture um, is really, really what, what has birthed our communities. And, uh, and a lot that comes out of our communities has that to, uh, to build on. So. so of our listeners, probably 75% are economic developers or elected officials, people from that realm. And about mm-hmm. 25% are actually CEOs of companies or executives of companies. So to the... To the companies out there, what would be your sales pitch for St. Pete? Why should they? Why should they give you a look? Well, the first thing is, is that as most communities in Florida, we've got a good financial story to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively, we've got a cost advantage, um, and and th- I think that is what businesses are really looking for. The other thing is, is that we we have an existing deep and broad workforce pool in our community in our region, and it's getting better every day. Um, we, we have about 150 people a day that are moving to the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater wow. region. And, uh, and what we have found is that when businesses locate there, even if they can't find them from the local workforce pool, right. uh, when you tell folks that, uh, that they can move to a state with no personal income tax and, uh, and they can do business in paradise, <laughs> it's normally an easy sell. Right, right. Well, I know that. So the baseball team, which is good this year, the Tampa Bay Rays, they actually yes. play in St. Pete, right? They do play in St. Petersburg, and we're happy to have them. They're a great community partner, um, and uh, and we hope that they'll be there for a long time to come. Yeah, my, my team is Mississippi State, and we made the bowl game. I think it was a I can't remember what it was called two, three years ago. Right. We made the bowl game in St. Pete. We made that back bowl, but the, the folks I've talked to, I think they enjoyed the St. Pete one better for whatever the reason. I don't know why, but but they uh, they really had a good time. And we're Warmly received down there, so I know. I know that's. Uh, I guess the sports is funny. Uh, you always say Tampa is not called Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay's a bay, not the city, right? Correct. So, so all the team, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's to encompass. You got the it. whole area. I you guess. got it. That Tampa Bay is the body of water, um, and it and it is a great place, a great body of water, lots of fish, lots of boating, and mm-hmm. and fun to be on. The city of Tampa, the city of St. Petersburg, and the city of Clearwater are the three biggest uh, cities in the Tampa-St. Pete-Clearwater metro that's commonly referred to as Tampa Bay. Sure, sure. Well, for our economic development listeners out there, tell us sort of how you got in this business and what's your story. I find very few of us uh, grew up as a 10-year-old and wanted to be an economic developer. So we ask all our guests, you know, what's what's your story of how you found your way into this? So I really, I really fell into it. Um, I, uh, I did not even know what economic development was. And, uh, and I 
happened to go to a Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers game about eight years ago when we first moved to to uh, St. Pete for my wife's job and met a guy who was running the Tampa Hillsborough EDC. Mm-hmm. And a uh, month later, I was working for him. And uh, when he uh, when he changed jobs, I got the chance to fill in as the interim CEO at that organization. During that interim piece, uh, the city of St. Petersburg uh, and that community was starting their own EDC. And uh, if you've ever been to St. Pete, you know why I went there. <laughs> I have never been. We've got to change that. We I, do I have, have to change that. all over. Alex and I talked about I've been all over this country. Whatever the reason, I've never been to Tampa St. Pete. My teams have played, you know, the Saints play there every year. You Mississippi State's been there for ball. I just, whatever the reason, I've never been. So we got to. We're going to have to change that. Yes, sir. What have you learned then as somebody that got into the profession having, having done other stuff? You know, what, what, what I guess surprised you in this profession? What, what was harder about it than you might have thought? What maybe was easier about it than you might have thought? Well, I think one of the things that we battle on a daily basis is uh, I love the community that I live in. And I can't imagine that anybody else wouldn't love the community that I live in. Right. And <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that... Um, We want to own who we are. And unfortunately, we're not for everybody. And no community is for everybody. We do not uh, we do not check every box for every project. And uh, and I think that's a hard thing to to learn. So getting getting used to that and accepting that is something that that we've done. Um, But I do think that we have to, as economic developers, own the community that we are. We got to be who we are and stand up for that, not try to be something that we're not. Right. And I know you guys are sort of taking the show on the road. You're really getting your name out there. And so is there, there's a Tampa regional group, but then there's also, I guess, uh, you guys obviously have your organization. How big your organization? What all does it actually encompass there? So we do not have a regional economic development entity. There is okay. a regional group who works on advocacy issues that are economic development related. Um, and, and each community takes care of their own economic development. Um, and, uh, and we are working very hard to present and position St. Petersburg as a choice for, for certain types of companies. Right. Um, primarily the financial services, data analytics um, space. Uh, we do also have a lot of creative art and design type companies. Life of Marine Science. We're actually the hub of marine science in the southeast. Um, and uh, and. We love manufacturing, and I don't know that there's a community out there that doesn't love manufacturing. Yeah. So as far as you're right on the water, is there port infrastructure, or is that on the other side of the bay from you? What kind of infrastructure you got there? We, uh, we do have a port, but it is not a commercial port. Okay. Um, we have uh, Port Tampa Bay, which is on the, the, uh, the Hillsborough County side of the, of the bay, is uh, very good. We also have Port Manatee. Uh, both of those uh, ports are on Tampa Bay. Um, and then we've got uh, we've got rail access throughout the communities all around Tampa Bay. Um, as I said, we've got uh, we we claim three airports. If you expand into the other communities on the other side of the bay, you've got a lot more. So we've got a good bit of infrastructure uh, to support just about any business type. Right. Is there anything about St. Pete you wish I'd asked you that you'd like to tell these folks that I hadn't got around to? So one of the great things in, in St. Pete that I think makes us unique is. Um, all of the, the government and economic development related organizations are part of a, a community development strategy called the Grow Smarter Strategy. And what we're trying to do is bring equity into the conversation about economic prosperity. Oh. And, and all of the organizations are aligned. 
um, the chamber, the EDC, the city, our downtown partnership, our innovation district, all the groups are using this strategy as the backbone and roadmap to lead us through our conversations right. and, and through our strategies. And I think the fact that we all collaborate is something that is extremely unique, um, at least based upon what I've seen from other communities. Right. Well, thank you for being with us today. Give these folks your contact information or your website there in case they want to learn more about your organization at St. Pete. So the website address is www.stpeedc.com, and you can reach me at jpdubuque at stpeedc.com. We're not trying to be really creative on those addresses. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I know you're a man that loves New Orleans. We got to talk a little bit about that yesterday. So, yes. so as a person who moved here, not from here, but has totally fallen in love with it, I appreciate people like you. I meet people, you know, New Orleans kind of has a, uh, very few people don't have an opinion. And when I'm out traveling, I'll meet people. About three quarters say I love it. About a quarter say I hate it. And I'll talk to the ones that hates it. Most likely, they've only been to Bourbon Street. They there really you go. There you the real, go. The real New Orleans. So I love to run into people like you to have an appreciation for it and, and, and enjoy visiting the city. So I well, appreciate that. I, I love this city. It is my second favorite city. Obviously, St. Pete is my first favorite. But uh, but, but uh, New Orleans is a, is a fantastic city that I try to come to as much as I can. Well, thank you. Appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. A special thank you to Younger Associates for recording, editing, and publishing this podcast for us. I encourage you to visit their website at younger-associates.com.